Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This is Beauty and the Beta. And we will make America great again. Hello and welcome to the show. A great show. A tremendous show. A terrific show. Frankly, the best. Ask anyone. I saw Donald Trump comment that on the last episode. <laughs> this is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt. You probably know me by my YouTube moniker, Skag3, and I am flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Rebecca Blonde. Hello. Welcome. And we are guest-free this week. Just like Will and Trey and Big Willie style. It's just the two of us. But we have a great offering of topics for you tonight. Regrettably, we'll talk about the terrible shooting in Orlando. The worst shooting in U.S. history. Talk about the Onision feminism meltdown. All this and more on your favorite hour of listening material. Thank you for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for reviewing the show on iTunes. Thank you for emailing us, beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. And that's all I got. There's my fancy intro. <laughs> On with the show. We usually start the show with our stories of, um, I don't know, weekend adventure. But that seems mildly inappropriate this week, as we were discussing before the show. Agreed. Because neither one of us were shot for our sexual orientation, uh, for being at the wrong place at the wrong time, for going out on a Saturday night and trying to have fun. So it, these topics are always tough. Uh, as someone who always tries to tackle these things with humor and sarcasm and all these things, these topics are very difficult to navigate with that strategy. So I would like to review the facts. And then I think you and I are going to have some blunt things to say about it. Is that fair? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, do you want to take the lead on some of the facts? Uh, we've got them all listed out. Um, okay. You can go so this them. guy was the son of two Afghan refugees, right? Son of two Afghans. Uh, oh. He was American born. This uh, Omar. Uh, Omar is his first name. What's his last name? I forget. We're already nailing it. I can tell. <laughs> um, yes. Omar. Omar is, is an American born uh, citizen. He's the son of two Afghans. And Omar decided he was going to take an AR-15 and a handgun into the Pulse nightclub in Orlando last night. And he shot 50 people and he injured 50 more. And uh, in the midst of it, he called 911 and said, uh, by the way, I pledge allegiance to ISIS. They're cool. I'm doing this for them, Team ISIS. And the reaction has been all over the place. Uh, I think the frustrating thing for me and probably both of us that we'll probably talk about here is the fixation on the method instead of the motive. Uh, right. Every Almost all the prominent pol uh, political reaction I've heard, so the president, Hillary Clinton, Bernie, save daddy, copyright Milo, <laughs> not me, but everyone else has said time for gun control. Right. Time for gun control. The, the, if this guy didn't have a gun, it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. 
do you want to <laughs> take it away? Take it away. Well, Where do we start? The responses to this, it's like boilerplate. First, they really cynically want to believe that it's a white Christian man. And some media outlets, I believe, did report that. Um, and then they find out that, that it was a Muslim guy. And okay. then they're like, well, it's, this is a gun thing. This is a gun thing. You know, this is like calling uh, the last shooting workplace violence. You know, it's, this, this is not a gun thing. This is an Islam issue. Everybody's skirting the issue. Except, of course, Donald Trump, who always shoots the shit straight. Got to hand it to him there, even though his well, tweet was kind of crass. Yeah, and it's causing outrage. Um, and I, I've seen it all over today. A friend sent it to me earlier today. I'm going to show it. If I don't mess it up, let's try here. There we go. There's the Trump tweet. Uh, appreciate the congrats for being right on radical Islamic terrorism. I don't want congrats. I want toughness and vigilance. We must be smart. Now, to your point, uh, I do agree that that maybe that's not artfully f uh, phrased. Maybe that's not polite. It, it's it, a lot of people are pissed for him saying, "Look, I get credit for this in the midst of tragedy." I, I agree that's probably some level of poor taste. But is he wrong? That's no, what I care not. about. Is he wrong on the facts? <clears throat> And all indications so far are that he isn't, <laughs> except for this guy's dad, who says that it wasn't a religious or ideological motivation for him. It's it, his son saw two men kissing, which enraged and triggered him so hard he decided to go on a life-ending uh, massacre of gay people. Nothing to do with Islam, though, and how they feel about homosexuals. Nothing to do with that. And we, and, and it's to the point where we can't examine the role that Islam, the ideology has or had in shaping what this guy did. Now, full disclaimer on that, Islam is a concept. Islam is an ideology. We're not talking about Muslims as people. We're talking about Islam, the, the ideology. We can't talk about that as a motivational factor. And indeed, we've seen this crap all over, all over the place too. The, the tweet sent out by Huffington Post today that got my blood boiling this morning. Let's see if I can pull that up. Um, well, there's a million things going on. We got the Onision video in there too. Let's pop that out. But here's the Huffington Post tweet. There will be attempts to pit two vulnerable communities, LGBT and Muslims, against each other. Resist them. Okay. <laughs> One of these ideologies is opposed to the existence of the other. Yeah. Let's be clear about that. Um, is Islam the ideology would like to see homosexuality criminalized and indeed it is in many places we have to be honest about that fact and that's not that's not a, a commentary against muslims as people that is a criticism of the idea that homosexuals should be jailed or killed for who they are you would think it'd be easier for them to attack the ideology because then you can eliminate race and nationality entirely if you're just focusing on the idea but somehow this is way more difficult for them than identifying racism and all these other issues it it, it... I've got, I got the map as well. Let's see if I can pull that up. This is a map of where homosexuality is criminalized. And much of this is, is punished by imprisonment. A, a select group of these, about a, uh, 10 to a dozen of them, are places where homosexuality is criminalized and punishable by death. Lo and behold, uh, much of this world is not the West, is not uh, the secular world. This is the Islamic world. Much of this is the Islamic world. That's a problem. And we have to be honest about what motivates people to target other people on the basis of their sexual orientation. I, something in my mind doubts that this guy just saw two guys kissing 
And then that's it. I can't handle it. I'm going to go get a gun. I'm going to go get a couple guns. I'm going to shoot the place up. Oh, and out of pure coincidence, I'm going to praise the Islamic state in the process of doing it. Pure coincidence. We're just pals, just friends. I don't, it's, it's frustrating watching cable news all day today uh, while doing chores. Yeah. So much of so little of it was about the motive. And so much of it was about the method. Mm-hmm. How, do, how do we keep guns out of the hands of criminals? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's probably a good idea. We probably would want to do that. But um, with people motivated by this particular ideology, how do you keep bombs out of the hands? Of them? How do you keep airplanes out of the hands of them? How do you keep basic tools out of the hands of them? Because anything that can be used to inflict the type of damage that this guy did against the Western world, against secularism, against homosexuality, will be used. So until we're honest about the ideology as a motivational factor, the tool is irrelevant. Some tools Mm -hmm. are better than others. But unless you stop all the tools from getting in their hands, we got problems. Yeah. On Twitter today, everybody was just comparing it to Christianity, too, which is another boilerplate response that I get to um, terrorist attacks. Well, Christians uh, do X, Y, and Z, but Christians have an attitude to hate the sin and not the sinner, whereas Muslims have the attitude that you need to eradicate the sin and the person committing the sin. So therein the difference lies between Christianity and Islam. I'm sick of this comparison. These are these are not comparable. And I'm also... To, your, to, to that description, too, I, I often hear people say things like um, just historical references, bad things that have happened in the name of Christianity or other religions historically. Yeah, that, those things have happened, but they weren't in modern times. They weren't under the modern concept of law and order. They weren't under the, co- mo- the concept of modern borders. They weren't under the modern age of enlightenment. And so right. you, fine, uh, nail me to a cross, for lack, of a, better, for lack <laughs> of a better expression. Nail me to a cross for thinking that crimes against humanity centuries ago are the same thing as crimes against humanity today. They're not. Right, right. They're not. The, the standards were different. Historical crimes are not the same thing as modern crimes. And we're doing a disservice to everyone when we pretend that they are. It's, it's a false equivalence. And even if they were equal, even if we had uh, religiously motivated attacks that came from the other side just as frequently, that's fine. We still need to be honest in, in examining the motives. I, I don't care what the outcome is. I just want to follow the facts. And the fact of the matter is there's a particular ideology that motivates these types of people, whether it's politically correct or not. So if Christians are doing it, yes, let's figure out why Christianity is motivating people to do this. But it, in yeah. this particular case, that's not what's happening. <sighs> so, and Christianity has gone through an enlightenment and a reformation, which Islam has not. They're still living in the Stone Ages. Um, so, yeah, I, I just don't understand this comparison. It can be pushed over with a feather, but people still do it every single time this happens. All day today on Twitter. It's driving me nuts. <sighs> Yeah, this whole issue is just exhausting and frustrating. And I I do understand the desire. Of course, everyone agrees we don't want firearms in the hands of the wrong people. Sure. I'll give you that that's maybe a fraction of the problem that's what's going on here. So Uh, we're none of these people It's not at all the problem. Um, My understanding is none were. Yeah, that's What about security? Nobody had a gun. I believe there was one security guard with with a gun. I thought that's what I read, but that is... Um, me trying to remember what I read. I think there was one guy with a gun. 
but I don't know what happened to him. You'd think he would have. I don't. I mean, for all we know, he got shot. The the the, the victim count is still uh, coming out, or it's, the count is coming out, and the names are coming out. I should say, this is very much still breaking news. Last I checked, which was probably an hour ago. Even if three people had a conceal and carry, they probably could have thwarted this. He just he just killed people like one by one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and like and, the general population is going to be super scared of gay people carrying. I'm not going to like see a gay dude with a gun and be like, oh, no. Yeah. I, one of the things I wanted to, that when you hit on that, um, one of the quotes I wanted to highlight, because my guy, Dave Rubin, my <laughs> um, uh, we're, we're kindred spirits politically, Dave Rubin and I. But he wrote a, an awesome piece this morning uh, as a gay man, Dave is. And he wrote, uh, for the record, the word Islamophobia was made up by the Muslim Brotherhood and has no real world meaning. A phobia is an irrational fear. If you are gay or atheist or Jewish or female or a non-believer, there is nothing irrational about fearing Islam. Yeah. But these are the things that won't ever make it to CNN or, or MSNBC or whatever, NBC, any of these widely broadcast news sources. It, it, it yeah. it's a fixation on the method. It's a fixation on, well, this rifle was black and scary and has a sizable magazine that goes into it. He could have done it with a shotgun. He mm -hmm. could have done it with a hunting rifle. He could have done it with any firearm that has completely legitimate sporting purposes. Could have done it with a homemade bomb. Could have done it. Could have tried with a sword. Yeah. And maybe he kills more with a bomb. Maybe he kills less. Maybe he kills more with a sword. Maybe he kills less. It's not about how many, and it's not, it's not about the method. It is about the motivation and nobody on TV is examining the motivation and it drives me nuts. That's because everybody's deepest fear is being called racist. And, and until people can stop giving a shit about that, like Donald Trump and just shrug it off, the media will continue to have this like huge element of power over everybody. Just stop caring when people call you racist. I mean, this is not a race. This is an ideology. Feel free to attack it. It's really messed up. <sighs> I just don't get it. I don't know. I, I don't even know what more to say on it because I, I, I get so frustrated on this issue. I, I, I get, you, you can tell. The fear you're describing, you can tell. I was watching Wolf Blitzer on CNN today and there was one guest, one guy who kind of got on this theme about the motivational force that, that Islam, the ideology plays in motivating this guy. And he just kind of made an off the cuff remark about that. And then Wolf just kind of, Oh, can you expand upon that? And the guy says, well, yeah, I mean, ISIS burns gay people alive. They throw gay people off buildings. They do it because the existence of homosexual of homosexuals is counter to their ideological worldview. It's it, that, that is a primary motivator for them. Oh, okay. I understand. So back to the big, scary rifle. But <laughs> yeah yeah or they qualify everything they say like well i know it's not all muslim people <laughs> but i'm sick of this myth of the moderate muslim too i'm not buying that either i'm, I'm yes. done qualifying uh terrorist attacks with you know i don't even like saying radical islam i believe islam is radical fundamentally so i, I won't even use that term well yeah and we used to um i used to talk about this with some of my other friends too and the term radical islam uh, is, is kind of a poor description when you think about it. The, the it, it fundamentalist certainly applies, but radical, you're following the instruction book, right? Right. You know, if I, if I have to fix my 
washing machine and I read the instruction manual and I do the instructions as it says, am I a radical repairman? <laughs> I'm just doing what the book nope. says to do. Right. Yeah. And, and I know, I know we can cherry pick counter examples. You can say, well, this particular you know, excerpt says this fine. But the, the reality is that Sharia law, that the, the fundamentalist reading of these texts tells these people to do what they're doing. And also, if you just look at the prophet, I mean, he was a murderous pedophile. He beheaded people. He raped nine-year-old Aisha. The whole thing is fucked. Like, you can just look at that and see Islam for what it is. Fundamentally. I No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I don't understand this. They tell you what they are. It, it, the, the reality, too, is that it's an ideology that is just incompatible with Western secular values. It, it just yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we need to be honest about that. That doesn't mean that I don't think anybody of that ideology or of, of places in the world that where that ideology is prominent should have no business in the United States. But I do believe that we have to make sure that if your plan is to come to the United States, you are going to accept Western secular values. You are not here to impose your that that system that is i'm sorry it's incompatible we have to be honest these things are incompatible and that is why it it yeah. just makes my mind explode that quote unquote liberals go to the world's end to defy to to defend what is probably the world's most illiberal ideology the world's most right. intolerant ideology the, the world's ideology that would put women in a place of actual second-class citizenship that would kill gay people in the way that the people in orlando were killed all of these things that should make a liberal barf in disgust are defended because it's a vulnerable population it's not a vulnerable population. They're 1.8 billion strong. They're killing people all over the world. This is not like a sad, hurt group of people. These are people that have waged war on us, on our ideologies, on Western values, and they need to be stopped. Well, uh, you're a racist and you're kicked off the show. We had a good run. <laughs> it's been Beauty and the Beta. We're canceled. No, I'm surprised we haven't been um, DDoSed, banned off Twitter. I, I hate... Uh, I don't know. I, it's sad that I even feel, even right now, I feel a little bit scummy for talking about this because I know there's a certain segment of people that are going to misinterpret, that are, that are going to commit the, the ultimate or have the ultimate flaw that today's left has, which is you can't, you can't separate ideas from people. I can't talk about ideas without being a bigot. I can't talk about the ideas, the poisonous ideas that exist in someone's head and still believe that that person is not inherently a scumbag. Right. That's not I, your fault though. Well, well, <laughs> do my best. We do, we, but isn't it annoying? It's it's so annoying to qualify every statement. Yeah, I'm not to, doing it anymore. I'm done. Uh, I know. I have to follow your lead because it, it's clear that the left has becoming is becoming just uh, you know, I don't know, what's a good term? Cuckville. <laughs> yeah, uh, really. It, it's beta land. I don't belong there anymore. Uh, and this isn't to me. This isn't me saying like, Ooh, look, I'm big tough man. Rah, rah, rah. We just have to be honest about things. And there's no honesty with liberals and Islam anymore. There's none. And we're watching this happen to Europe. We're watching Europe just fall apart. Um, is this not going to be a warning to us of what happens when we accept Islam into our society? I mean, look at Germany. It's, it's a total disaster. Women are inviting over their rapists and their own destruction and then apologizing for them. Are we going to be like so cucked in the United States 
I don't think so. And everyone has a gun. So I hope that that's going to save us, but I'm really disappointed in the reaction. Like, what is it going to take for people to be like, no more, this is Islam. Is it going to take a dirty bomb? What's it going to take? I have no idea. And, and you know, it's like I, the one refreshing thing I did see today was CNN did spend maybe 15 minutes airing uh, press conferences with, I forget what the organizational names were, but they were basically American Muslim organizations. I saw Spokes, that, yeah. And, you know, they, they said what you would want them to say. We don't stand No, it this. super pissed me off. They were well, like, this lone wolf shooter, you well, know, just yeah, trying yeah, to they, oust him from the Muslim community. It's like, where right. were you guys reporting threats that were happening in your community? Where were you before this happened? That's where we need Muslims in their mosques, listening, reporting things that they think are going to happen. But they're an insular community. They're not doing that. Hmm. I, I well, hmm. I, we had, I guess, a little bit of a different um, different take on it. I can absolutely see where you're coming from. And I'll be curious to know, was this guy uh, a member of some community? You know, uh, presumably so, I, I, but right. I, I don't know if that's a fact yet. But if he was, then I think you're exactly right. There's got to be people he was talking to that just kind of thought, eh, meh. Um, the, the other fact that we didn't talk about about him was he's been under FBI investigation twice. Right. Um, because he was making like threats or something to his colleagues and they reported him to the FBI. He's been interviewed in person twice with the FBI. Yep. And he was chummy with a guy who went on to become a, a suicide bomber in Syria. Great. That is awesome. Great. And, and so the other interesting thing to come out of this, the, the one... The one concern, the gun control concern that I don't, I don't know, I don't know enough about the facts to really have an opinion on it, but I'd be curious to think about a lot of people are saying, well, if you're, if you're under, if you've been under FBI investigation twice for terrorism connections, how are you able to walk into a, a place and just get a gun easily as apparently he did. But like, I don't know enough about the law or the facts on that, but I guess my understanding would be, look, if you've been, if you've been investigated by the FBI and cleared I mean, what are we going to do? I, I say messed up stuff on the internet all the time. If the FBI slid into my DMs, yeah, I'm a terrorist and they're going to come interview me. I, I say stuff in jest all the time um, amongst uh, the confidence of my friends. So, I mean, if the FBI came and talked to me and I'd be like, yeah, look, I, I'm not a terrorist. I said some messed up stuff in DMs. Sorry. And then they go, okay, you're cleared, and they leave. Absolutely, I should be able to walk down to the gun shop, and I should be able to buy whatever I want within the uh, constrictions of the law. Um, Racial profiling would have solved that anyway, though. They could just <laughs> size you up and be like, this is a white American man. This guy's no threat. But this guy is like a Muslim guy with Afghan parents. You can look him up and down and be like, uh, yeah, that guy can't have a gun. I'm serious about this. Racial profiling would solve a lot of these problems. Well, you know, aside from like the... That's an, that's an interesting claim because I don't, I, if, I want to argue the counter. I want to be like, wow, that's a gross violation. <laughs> but, but this is a case where it would have that. I mean, whether that's statistically true, whether what you're talking about is statistically true or not, who knows? That's kind of speculative. But in this case, it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to argue that it would have worked in this case. I mean, I think it probably it probably would have. I mean, you can you can look at somebody and see if they fit that profile. I mean, how many of, of the terrorists, the Islamic terrorists, like looked just like this guy? He's like a fighting age, uh, you know, Muslim man with with immigrant parents who has Muslim ties and goes to a mosque. Like this is, you know, he's still fulfilling like the vast majority of what you would profile the average terrorist as. This shouldn't be like, oh, such a surprise. It's not like it's like a white Christian girl. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess the question we're getting into is what are, what are the extents of the terrorist watch list that we're comfortable with? Because as soon as one legitimately innocent person is wrongfully on a terrorist watch list and banned from participating in everyday life and participating in their constitutional rights, I, I do think that's a problem. Like if this guy is a yeah. legitimately innocent, um, if he if he is someone who's legitimately innocent, happens to be Muslim, happens to fit the racial pro- profile that you're describing, but is not a terrorist and has been cleared by the FBI and wants to buy a firearm, I, I would not be comfortable with him being blocked from doing that because he's on a list, kind of an arbitrary federal government list that doesn't, that isn't really, no, none of us voted on it. It's just kind of like a, a people make yeah, a but decision. People are blacklisted. Like they blacklist tea parties, tea partiers and stuff like that. It's not like it's exclusively Muslims that are going no, to be. Yeah, no, but I think that would be wrong too, right? I, I wouldn't want someone denied their rights based on their political affiliation. Yeah, it's still happening. Oh yeah, totally. But I, I would argue that that's just as wrong. It's wrong for sure. Hmm. We just need someone really smart. We just need that benevolent dictator who has perfect judgment (laughs) and can say, you get a gun, you don't. But that's part of the problem is that cannot and will not ever happen. So do you want to surrender? Um, uh, Suddenly I've become the world's biggest gun advocate. What the hell is happening to me? Um, Not that I was ever like a pro rah rah gun control. That was never... um, I've, I've always had kind of mixed feelings on it. I can see where the, the people searching for more regulation are coming from. Um, but at the same time, we're dealing with a, with a constitutional freedom that should be protected. Um, we're always trying, trying to balance uh, the, the, the desire to have uh, law-abiding citizens participate in their constitutional freedom versus keeping the, the, the weapon, the tool, out of the hands of the wrong people. But I would rather be, I think, thinking about it, I would rather be on the wrong side of that perfect equilibrium a little bit too far on the freedom side than on the stopping people from uh, participating in what is their constitutional freedom side. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather have a couple of the bad people end up getting guns when they shouldn't than have a couple of law-abiding people um, not be able to get guns when they should be able to. Right. And it's so important. It could make a difference between the collapse of our country and and not. I mean, we're going to see what happens in Europe where nobody has a gun. Like the government's not going to encroach on us because people will not give up their firearms. You know, they they just won't do it. If the government tries to come into people's homes and collect their firearms, there's going to be hell to pay. Um, that that w- that would result in actual death. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Either the agents or the homeowner will uh, be injured in such a circumstance. Yeah. I would definitely really hope that never happens. I could you imagine being the federal agent in charge of that? Knock, knock, here to take your guns. I've, I've yeah. read that you have lots. Could you please come out and give them to me? Yeah, And I think luck. that that's a feasible outcome of a Hillary presidency. I really believe that she wants to do that. Well, um, gosh, man, all this stuff sounded like such conspiracy crap to me a couple of years ago. But the stuff she says, it's hard to deny. I think the one thing that she says that bothers me the most is her insistence uh, that gun manufacturers should be able to be oh, prosecuted God. as uh, after shootings like this. Like, should we should the manufacturer of the AR-15 be prosecuted for for Mr. Omar guy's actions? Absolutely not. Yeah, because motive is irrelevant in this but, instance. You know? But in Hillary's world, yes. Even though the product that they manufacture uh, functions exactly as intended and was sold completely legally. 
Right. Do, do you sue, if I get in a car crash and hurt someone tomorrow, do I sue the car manufacturer? I mean, if the, if the car malfunctioned, of course, sure. But let's just assume it was pure driver negligence. Is that the car manufacturer's fault? If you have a problem accepting personal responsibility like normal liberals, then yes, you would sue the car manufacturer. <clears throat> well, uh, that now we're onto a whole new philosophical topic because <laughs> it appears that nobody has any any personal responsibility for anything anymore. I mean, to your point earlier about the vulnerable population, it's like, there's so every population is so vulnerable that they can't take personal responsibility at all ever. Yeah. Ever. It's the bigotry of low expectations. They right. do it in the black community. They do it in all these minority groups. Like you guys can't take care of yourself. So, you know, these are the ideologies we're going to impose on you because you don't know what you want. You don't know what you need. <sighs> oh, I'm already exhausted. I'm already pissed off. I'm already riled up. Um, what else? I'm looking through my notes here on um, on the events, but I think we've really covered the fact pattern and, and a lot of the key points. Um, oh, some some other uh, notes that I, I took from CNN's coverage today. The thing that frustrated me was they kept going on and on about these meaningless distinctions, trying to pinpoint the the right answer in these meaningless distinctions so the the question they kept asking all day is this terrorism or is it a hate crime <laughs> uh it's both i mean let's be honest yeah. it, it's a it's a ideologically motivated hate crime it, i hate it, the it, term hate crime the, these people were absolutely I, I know that they can't say that until they have like a rock solid case but do you think a gay bar was honestly targeted like well, he just, he was going to go to like any bar really. And he just happened to go to this one. No, yeah, he right. picked a gay bar on purpose. I guarantee that's the case. So, you know, of course it's, it, of course it's a hate crime to that extent. And of course it's terrorism to the extent it has an ideological political goal or motivation. So where it yeah, lands on that spectrum, if that's even a spectrum, who cares? And the fact that this was during Ramadan just shows what a religious imperative mm. this is. I mean, That's, this is, they're being held up in like the highest esteem. This guy is being held up in the highest esteem. ISIS already said, that, you know, you know, good for you for doing this, dude. Um, because Ramadan, they're going to celebrate, they're going to celebrate the destruction of the West. Right. That was the other key fact. So it was ISIS putting that out just a few weeks ago. Like, hey, lone wolves, you know what's coming up? Ramadan. You know what'd be cool? Lone wolf attacks. Have at it and send them to, here's my terrorist attack at ISIS.com or whatever, you know, like. <laughs> The, this is how they operate. They've got their propaganda magazine. They literally put out material saying like, you should, you should do it. You should send it to us tweet it right to, you know, whatever their, their handle is. Um, and that's, that leads us to the other distinction that CNN kept trying to uh, narrow down, which pissed me off. Is this, is this ISIS inspired or ISIS directed? Dun, 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 dun. Why does it matter? Yeah, yeah, I mean, what the, did ISIS give him directions or did he just do it because he liked ISIS? It's a person of the Islamic ideology deciding to kill gay people on the basis of right. their orientation. It doesn't Was even it, matter that it's part of ISIS. I mean, it's the Islamic ideology that's that's the real problem here. <sighs> <clears throat> So, yeah, I mean, that, that was it's a my Hydra goal. too. I mean, if, if ISIS, once we eliminate ISIS, another thing will just pop up. It'll be like Al-Qaeda, ISIS. I mean, it's Islam. Yeah, it's, it's the worldview. It's the ideology. Uh, it is the illiberal attitude trying to mesh with Western liberal secular values. Then they're never going to mesh. Never gonna 
They're yeah. never going to mesh. We need to stop pretending that they are. They're not. They're not. That doesn't mean that we have to, if we don't have to ban them. If we don't have to go full Donald Trump if we don't want to. We just have to be clear. If your intent is to come here, these are the values under which you will operate. And if you have no intent of operating under these values, go to the place that does. Enjoy right. it. Throw all yeah. the people off buildings you want, but you're not going to do that here. Assimilate. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. And I resent that this, that wanting to retain my cultural heritage makes me racist when anybody of any minority group can do that and display how proud they are. But if I say anything about being proud to be European, proud to be white, I'm immediately racist. Yep. We're going to be off the air in two seconds now. <laughs> Yeah, really. We're getting close. We're getting close to Aryan pride right there. You don't <laughs> want to do that. But yeah, no, I understand exactly where you're coming from. And that's the big difference. Um, and everyone should should be able to have cultural pride. And I, that includes uh, the Islamic world as well. I'm all for, look, if you want to come here and embrace Western values within an Islamic context, if that's possible, but let's say it is, you want to do that? Great. Be proud about it. But your pride does not include imposing your worldview on mine. I am not going to go, if, if I have an Islamic uh, or a Muslim neighbor who doesn't, you know, he lives his life, he does whatever he wants to do, doesn't impose on me, that's fine. But I'm not ever going to go knock on his dorm and, um, and tell him that his religion's stupid and he needs to live his life this way, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm certainly not going to do it by uh, intimidation or with weaponry. And as long as that's not the case, then I'm fine with it. But Clearly, uh, there's a healthy percentage of people of this ideology that believe in imposing their worldview and believe in imposing their ideology and believe that, uh, th I mean, they clearly believe that these two ideologies, Western secular values and, and Islam are not compatible. They're very clear about that, how they're not right. compatible. It's all of right. us who, who live in this delusion. We're like, well, we just need to start promoting love. If everyone just loved more. Pretty soon, um, with love is our only defense from people that want to impose themselves on us through violence. Uh, I, I, look, I'm not a gun nut. I will take a gun over love, please. Can I please have a gun? Uh, yeah, for sure. Hmm. Tolerance was supposed to solve all these problems it created. They can't even look at it. What, that's the thing. Tolerance is always treated as this universal virtue, as though it's universally good, but... It, it's a relative term tolerance to to or for what right is, is a nazi apologist is that tolerance is that tolerance that we want it, it you know is the um uh, no 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 is the answer <laughs> we don't want to tolerate bad ideologies whether it's nazism whether it's uh fun fundamentalist militant islam these are not things that it's good to tolerate. Yeah, there's a fine line. When tolerance makes you entirely lose your sense of judgment, you no longer can make good and rational and well-informed decisions anymore. And you, lo you lose that capability because you tolerate everything. That includes bad behavior. That includes racism and bigotry like, you know, like Muslims are. <clears throat> hmm. I feel like we're two insane people or something. I don't uh, know. I mean, I really feel like a lot of people are getting on board. I mean, our channels would not have picked up steam um, if, if people were not thinking like this. Like, we need to protect our country and protect our people. And there's nothing wrong with feeling that way. 
And I feel like fiercely patriotic for the first time in my life because I, I feel like an encroaching threat, an ideological threat. And yeah. like, I have to protect America. I have to protect American people. I have to protect our values. No, this I feel has that's... to go on after I die. Absolutely. I feel that way too. And there, I, to your point on pride, there should be nothing wrong. I shouldn't feel any shame in saying, guess what? Uh, I could say America or Western culture in general, we do it right. Right. Okay. We do it better. Our culture is better. Sorry. It is Western yeah. secular culture is better than Islamic culture. It just it's is fundamentally and, more moral. Yeah, I agree. And if you don't believe me, if you want to dispute that, let's look at all the available evidence. Let's look at innovation and economic power and all of these things comparing the Western world to the Islamic world. Yeah. All Middle Eastern countries are in squalor. They always have been like no technological innovations have come out of those countries. They still subjugate women. They live in a horrifically regressive society that, you know, crimes are punishable by horrible violence, cutting off hands. When you rape a woman, she has to have four witnesses to bring it to court, and then they'll probably still stone her for being an adulteress. They throw acid in women's faces. I'm sick of acting like these cultures are the same as ours. It's just their culture. I'm, I'm not have, doing this anymore. We, I mean, want, we have to be tolerant. Fuck that. No, we don't. I know. I know. God, man. Uh, where's what is it going to take? Let's, I mean, let's really? bring in 22-year-old me for a debate. Let's go. Yeah, Let's really. <laughs> What did we so, do to cause this? Yeah, someday. Uh, but, you know, like, I, like I've said in previous shows, you often wonder, how close was I to going down that path of being like, if only we got rid of the big scary rifle, this would all go away. How close was I? I don't know. Um, we got about ooh, a little over 20 minutes left in the show, and I definitely want to break down Onision. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if now's a good time to transition, but... Um, let's do if, it. I'm, if you're up, I can't talk about this thing anymore. It's if you're up me. for it, can you pull up the video? Do you have the video handy? Me? Yeah. Cause I, um, um, well maybe you don't, if you've listened to it three times, maybe you don't need to listen along. I can just play it. And we can follow some of the notes that we took, but to, to introduce this and I might actually be bad at introducing it. Cause you were mentioning it. You're, you're new to Onision. I just discovered him this week. And actually I've not watched him except for this video too. So, you know, <sighs> Maybe there's some context in the history of his channel that would explain, but this video that he put out in time, what's it called? Feminism isn't needed in the Western world, which is supposed to be an attack on people who believe that, uh, is five minutes demonstrating why feminism is needed in the Western world. Um, and it's in, well, I'll just, I'm gonna have to stop it like every 10 seconds, but I'm going to pull this up and we can comment over it and, and kind of, I'll, I'll try to do this as elegantly as possible, but he has this ridiculous costume on and I'm told there is uh, let me switch to the, to the video here. Um, Why is he, he has, a costume? We all know it's you, dude. Well, he has, so I'm calling this AIDS Deadpool because that's what <laughs> it looks like to me or dead Deadpool mixed with Bumblebee man. But I'm told that he's actually sponsored by some costume company. And that's why, so he wears weird costumes because he has some kind of sponsorship in play. Uh, that, that is the context that explains it. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm going to play the first 10 seconds and then we're going to go from there because I'm literally going to have to stop every 10 seconds. So bear with me. Here we go. Feminism isn't needed in the Western world. Or so that's what a lot of you fucking idiots keep saying. If you are 
Hey, let me play that again. Sorry if that was a little soft. Needed in the Western world, or so that's what a lot of you fucking idiots keep saying. If you are an anti-feminist, you might want to click away from this video because you are about to get fucking decimated. Okay, so uh, starting off an argument by saying you are about to get fucking decimated—that's uh, how you know that it's going to be good. Right? <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about all of uh, history's great speeches, right? Like Martin Luther King saying, "Like, look, if you are anti-civil rights, you're about to get fucking decimated." <laughs> I have a dream, motherfuckers. Um, the way he opened this I is just silly. I think that like making that proclamation immediately makes him lose credibility. You're yeah. gonna get owned. It's like, well, let your argument do that. You know, yeah. you don't have to tell us. I'm gonna bump the volume up a bit here. Sorry if it's coming through quiet. Let's see if we can fix that. But that's uh, that's max. Anyway, we'll we'll make do. Um, Feminism is the advocacy of women's rights on the grounds of political, social, and economic equality to men. Keyword, equality. Now, the reason I have to point this out is because people say stupid shit like egalitarianism is better than feminism, even though it's basically the same thing. They both call for equal rights. Okay, so his premise is egalitarianism and feminism are the same thing because they call for equal rights. But he ignores the key component of feminism, uh, equal rights or equality to men, the presumption being that they don't have that equality. That's, that's the key distinction. Equality to men in the context of feminism makes sense if you presume that women aren't equal in the current system. He's going to go on to, uh, to, to present his evidence that they're not equal. <laughs> but the premise is just absurd here. Um, oh, my gosh. I, we'll keep going. For some fucking reason, despite the fact that they're basically the same thing, you guys can't get over the fact that it starts out with femme, as in female. The word defined starts with femme. For some fucking reason, your brain just turns off after that point. Here's someone saying the literal definition of feminism doesn't have meaning. And here's where you get fucking wrecked. Here's That's where you get fucking wrecked. People have against it, is that feminists do not follow this definition. And he completely, um, let me go back a little bit, because he completely distorts what this guy it. is it's saying. He's not saying the literal definition of feminism the definition of feminism doesn't have meaning and he doesn't have meaning he he ends the quote there but what the guy said it doesn't have meaning in the modern day it doesn't have meaning in the context of the equality that we have so he's just mischaracterizing this guy's quote anyway do you right. have um, anything you want well, to add to reading that? the dictionary definition of feminism to somebody people do this to me on twitter all the time and in the comments it's like the most unoriginal argument ever it's always a different definition too and the definition of feminism is nebulous it includes a whole wide array of people um and the the primary like determining factor of whether or not you're a feminist is not if you want equality it's if you want women to have superior treatment if you think that they are superior morally they deserve better treatment and he right. says, he says, I've seen up to him a tweet, uh, a tweet that he said that he's like, women are superior to men or something like that. Yeah, he has said that in the past, I suppose. But we're going to get we're going to get more of his tweet evidence, though. So <laughs> <laughs> sit tight. But yeah, like it, exactly to your point, it's it, it's all about the rights relative to what. And if you're starting on the presumption that women have less rights than men, then, yeah, it makes sense. But you need to support that presumption. And he goes on to do that in a bunch of dubious ways. Let's keep going. This Here's where you get fucking wrecked, guys. argument people have against it is that feminists do not follow this definition. So I ran a fucking poll. And over he a ran a fucking voted, poll. 69% of feminists Ew. believe that women are equal to men. So the mass... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so he runs a Twitter poll and then says 69% of feminists are uh, believe that women should be or are equal to men. Um... <laughs> so he believes this to be scientific. It's a Twitter poll on his... Twitter account. I know. Does he not know what selection bias is? Self-identified feminists. 
Also, that's a shitty survey question. Should be or are equal? Is that what he said? No, that's the way I phrased it. So let me read oh, it directly. Like, this <laughs> poll is for feminists only. Are women equal, inferior, or superior to men? This is to prove a point to idiots. And 69% shows equal. Now, again, they're going to answer that, but their presumption is that they're not currently equal, uh, equal legally or socially. That's, that's the argument that he has to support. So we're going to see how he does that. The fucking definition of feminism. And your main argument against feminism is that feminists don't fit the definition. No, nobody's main argument against feminism is that, uh, is that feminists don't fit the definition. The main argument against feminism is that it's no longer needed because women are of equal economic, social, uh, political, legal status. That's the argument. You need to show that that's not the case. You see feminazis, which are extremists, and your fucktard brain mixes that up with regular feminists. That's on your inferior intelligence. And then he goes on to talk about, you see feminazis who are extreme, but he doesn't define them. Did you notice that? He doesn't say what feminazis are or how they're different. They're just extreme. Okay. That's nothing to do with actual reality. Your problem is you prioritize your closed-minded personal experiences over the fucking truth. If the literal facts don't match your personal experiences, you fucking ignore them. And th <laughs> Did you hear that quote? If the literal facts don't match your personal experiences, you fucking ignore them. Did you catch the irony <laughs> in know. that quote? <laughs> He's so Ooh. hateable. Oh so hateable. Gosh. Yeah. What's his shtick? I heard he's like 35. Is that true? Uh, I'm I, I'm sure it could be. I I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, yeah. we're gonna get we're gonna get into the meat here because the meat is my favorite part. I spent some time last night going over his evidence and evaluating it. So that's what <laughs> I'm excited to see. That is why in this moment you should be humiliated. You should be humiliated, blood. The mass majority of which have literally been supporting. The mass exactly majority the of which. I've been arguing all this time. And because I know you're so fucking stupid. Even now. He knows you're stupid. Wrong, you still won't admit your defeat in the fucking comments. Because that's the type of fucking person you are. You're a fucking scumbag liar. Who doesn't. You're a fucking scumbag liar. Isn't that just classic? Um. To me, ad this hom. is this is the class. Yeah, I mean, it's ad hominem, but so much of what's wrong with feminism, it's fact free, and it's just shitlord, sexist, misogynist, scumbag. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Uh, good job, yeah. good job disproving the stereotype, dude. If you don't believe this, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Agenda against a group of people they don't even fucking understand. You say feminism is not needed in the Western okay, world. Okay, so here this we is go. This one explanation of what the Western world is. And here's a map if that wasn't clear. Okay, so he shows, this is what I want to be clear on. He shows the Western world in a, in a map. Canada, US, Western Europe, Australia. Does all that. So we've defined our term Western world and why feminism is needed there. Let's go. Talking Australia, Canada, United States, UK, etc. Speaking of the UK, according to this, women still cannot serve on the front lines. That is. Okay, this is what I love. He, he, he's getting into his evidence now. Point one. Point one. Most important reason, tangible reason why we need feminism. Women can't serve in combat. Where? <laughs> the UK. Turkey, which is not in the Western world, and Slovakia, which is, you know, I mean, it's still Europe, but one of his examples is not in the Western world as he's defined it. One and, and two are, but it also doesn't apply to the U.S. Yeah. And Women, he, like, right after he defined the Western world in, like, a really smug, self-righteous way, and then he immediately says something about a country that's not in the Western world. And it's not as it's a retard. Not, he doesn't say that it, that it's the case in the U.S. So he, maybe he's not entirely inaccurate there. But come on, dude, it, it's not true in the United States. 
So mm -hmm. I shouldn't, <laughs> you're talking about the UK, not the United States. It's a little bit misleading. And the number one reason you can come up for feminism is, well, we don't let them go get maimed and die in warfare. Like they're clearly in gigantic lines banging down the door wanting to do. Certainly there yeah. are cases of, of females who want to serve in combat roles. But How they many? should be, if they want actual equality, then yeah, that, that means shitty jobs and serving in the military. Yeah, <clears throat> Feminists but, but, don't want actual equality. They don't, they don't want to do this shit. I just, I, to say that this is the best example, this is the example he leads with. Right. Is already making his argument seem like damaged goods. It's not a compelling <laughs> argument, even if it's true. And it's also not fully true. Right. Anyway, uh, next one. What do you? What else you got, Mr. Bumblebee, Deadpool man? It's not equality, <laughs> and that calls for feminism. Apparently, some people have tried to oppress women by implying men should pay less for health care than women. Another. Okay, this is the other thing. Uh, some men have implied that um, men should pay less for health care than women. It's not a policy. That's actually illegal in the United States. Insurers can't charge more for premiums on the basis of gender so it's not a real law or a real policy but furthermore you can make a rational argument why women should pay more they absolutely insurance. should they live for longer they have you know different anatomies you have to deal with the entire reproductive system there are tons of reasons why women should pay more so it, <laughs> so to his point to his second most compelling reason it's not a fact it's like one guy saying uh, yeah, men men should maybe pay less. So it's not law. It's not policy. It's not reality. It's a guy saying it. And also his argument is credible, debatable, mm -hmm. but but not based in sexism. Certainly not based right. in sexism. Right. Absolutely rationally based. So, okay, so we're, we're in trouble here, uh, Mr. Onision. We're, we're struggling a bit <laughs> for you demonstrating that premise that women are not yeah. equal in social or economic or other standing, political, legal, whatever. Example Let's go. Why we in the Western fucking world need feminism. The U.S. women's soccer team gets paid disgustingly less than the U.S. male soccer team. And this is exceptionally odd because according to this article, their most recent World Cup was the most watched soccer game in American television history. And if they're getting more views, they should at least get equal fucking pay. This is why we need feminism. Okay, uh, soccer team, U.S. women's soccer team paid less, paid less than the men. Um, it, it's true. The things he's, the things he said are true. So they did get a lot of, they did get a lot of views in this last world cup. They but are just paid... this last one, if you take yes. the 10 year average, there's still way fewer viewers than men's soccer. Also yes. people generally don't care about women's sports because they're less fun to watch. There, and, I said it. Well, and, and, and the way it works out is, so these soccer players actually play for, it's called club and country. So the men's team, for example, they're all MLS players, major league soccer players. Now that's not uh, as highly paying as some of the bigger sports, but it's still a, you know, a good income for these guys. So think about it this way. The, the example I read that I really liked is you're having a party and you want a musician to play at your party and you could hire either Katy Perry or you could hire the, the trumpet player hobo off the street. Now they might be equally talented musicians, uh, they might be uh, absolutely equal in terms of their ability to play music well at your party. Mm -hmm. But Katy Perry's going to demand a lot more money because her salary, her income is much larger. Trumpet Man might play for a hundred bucks. Katy Perry's going to demand you pay several thousand dollars. And that's because their, their base salary is more. So if you're trying to build a national team, the men's team is going to make more because they make more outside of the, the, the country's team and their club teams. Now, yeah. 
all of that aside, the rational basis for it, we need feminism because they're paid less. Well, what are they doing? What's the women's soccer team doing? They're going through the Equal Pay Commission and they filed a grievance and they're trying to get their grievance addressed. So you're telling me there is a legal structure in place for them to file a grievance to try to get it corrected. That We don't need feminism for that. That The structure is in place yeah. for them There's to pursue corrective action. Yeah. yeah. If there was no system and we said... Uh, pay, pay disparity on the basis of gender is fine. Then yeah, then maybe we need feminism in, in your context, Onision. But we have the structure in place to correct it, and they're using the structure. So well, they shouldn't be paid at the amount that the men's team is. I mean, that's that's absolutely insane. If you just look at this last year, then yeah, there was a lot of viewership. But like you have to take the last decade into account probably if, you, if you're going to make like a future payment decision, a future salary decision. <sighs> Rational basis. <laughs> Rational basis aside from sexism uh, for everything he's describing. Uh, anyway, let's, there's more. There's more. Just wait. But wait. There's more. That's a Billy Mays reference. RIP. Peace be upon him in the western fucking world apparently in texas maxi pads and tampons were being confiscated before people could enter a courthouse but for some okay this is my favorite one maybe my favorite one in texas maxi pads and tampons were being confiscated before you could enter a courthouse um no not the courthouse actually the legislature which might sound like a dubious distinction but is in fact a meaningful one why because this was three years ago and at the time the legislature was debating an abortion bill now, of course, uh, one side of that abortion bill didn't like what they were debating and potentially passing, so they thought it fit to go into the legislature and throw tampons and maxi pads at legislators. And so security said, no, sorry, you're not going to throw feminine hygiene products at people <laughs> in, the, in the legislature. And so they banned them. It is not because they are feminine, feminine hygiene products. It's because they were being used as protest projectiles, dude. But of course, he couldn't be bothered to look into the context of the detail. Yeah, that's totally irrelevant, Skag. What are you talking about? He th this, this is the, the world this guy lives in, that the legislature would bother banning women's hygiene products on the sole basis <laughs> that they hate women. Is there nothing better going on in the Texas legislature than a hatred of women? Are you serious, dude? <laughs> Oh get fucking wrecked you're about to get fucking <laughs> decimated god dude this guy um what else we got there's more yeah for some reason they could still hold on to their guns because the state of texas has decided that they could do that and because they weren't shooting people in the legislature or yeah. throwing guns at people what a false equivalence that is <laughs> So retarded. Oh, my God. Uh, are you fucking hearing me, anti-feminists? You are so fucking wrong. It's pathetic. And no, we're not wrong. You're wrong. Another the other thing, does this guy ever debate anyone? We're new to him. But does he debate people? Because I want to see him raise these points in a debate with someone who's informed on the issues. I don't think so. I think he's got a bunch of, like, 13-year-old sycophants that yeah. lick his butthole and tell him he's awesome all the time. He doesn't really have to go up against anybody. I want to see but that. in all fairness, I haven't watched very many of his videos because he's detestable. 
He's very hateable, yeah. I gotta hustle through these. insurance goes, a ridiculous amount of people object to women getting drugs related to their reproductive system. And yet when men want drugs related to the reproductive system, it's completely fucking fine. Okay, so he goes on this point of people object to uh, women being, as he puts it, being able to get their reproductive health products, but they don't object to men. Well, they don't object to people having them. They object to the public funding which is a key distinction. Like it or not, some people find the public funding of birth control or what they see rightfully or wrongfully in the case of Plan B as, as an abortion. Some people believe that. Uh, they, they have a rational basis for doing that. And it's not that you can't have it. It's that they, they don't want the state funding it. Right. But I, I always hate that when they say, well, they don't want women to have things. No, no, no. They just don't. You, you just need to buy it. Yeah. The, the state not giving me money to buy condoms doesn't mean that I can't have them. Yep. Just means more personal down. responsibility issues on the <sighs> left. It's, it's... And, and, and to his point, you know, I think there's a, some debate there about what, what sh should be appropriate for insurers to cover as, uh, you know, health products or services and what's not, but surely there's a rational basis besides hatred of women, but no, just hatred of women. It's not moral objection. Yeah. It's not concerns about the state funding things that maybe it shouldn't. Hatred of women. That's his natural conclusion, and to him it's the only conclusion. This uh, guy can't be reasoned with. It doesn't matter what kind of facts we could show him. He never, he never would be swayed. No matter what, never. Well, he's invited on the show anytime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would love to have him on. Let's, oh man, how much more, there's a couple more minutes here. There is no need for feminists in the Western world, is there? Despite the fucking obvious inequalities. The obvious inequalities, right. And as you may know, the majority of rapes are committed by men against women. This is an example of a rapist being able to sue the fucking victim. Okay, rapists can sue for custody, we get it. There was a couple quotes at the end that I want to see. He, he doesn't like... Then, then he goes in to say, like, look at all these religious texts that talk about blatantly oppressing women. Exodus, Leviticus, Exodus. He quotes uh, Bible passages. So this guy who, who definitely thinks, as he says, that the Bible is crap and shouldn't be cited to support any argument ever. Suddenly, when it's convenient to him, oh, I'll use the Bible as literally interpreted to support my argument because now it's convenient. Even though nobody interprets these things literally. Yeah. Sell your daughter into slavery. Nobody does that. Rape your female slaves. Nobody does that. You can rape a virgin. Nobody does that. He doesn't talk about Islam, does he? Not to my knowledge. No, he's talking about oh, the Bible. because the convenient. How yeah, well, convenient. Where it actually happens, the Islamic world. No, we talk about it in the U.S. where none of the... When's the last time yeah. you heard about a religiously motivated rape in the United States? Send me a link yeah. I'd like to, or email us. I'd like to, <laughs> I'd like to know about that. It wasn't of a Muslim, you know. Right, origin. right. A, a Christian religiously Christian. motivated rape. Um, the last point he makes that I wanted to hit on because it's just so absurd. He gets into this, he talks about rape in the Bible a bit. Um, where is it? Basically he, he wants to police people's weddings essentially. Uh, here we go. 
talks about why women are called sluts and not men. Well, I mean, that, that's been debunked a bajillion times. Fucking Western world. You know that tradition in our society where a man is expected to ask the father for permission or his blessing to marry his fucking daughter? And then the other tradition where the father has to walk the daughter down the aisle and hand his daughter off to the man she's going to marry? You don't ask the mom for permission. Why? Why is it portrayed as if the father owns his fucking daughter? This is why we need fucking feminism in the modern world. So he rips on people uh, uh, upon uh, women who... Not necessarily women, but the system by which men or fathers walk their daughters down the aisle and give away their daughters in marriage. Fuck off, dude. Stop policing people's weddings. I know. Also, that's a sweet tradition. It's it's about protecting the woman. Not historically. Like a hundred bajillion years ago, it was about property. (laughs) So? Can things not evolve and modernize? Who cares? Who cares? Let people have this nice little wedding tradition. The the idea that you can go into someone else's wedding and police it for political correctness, fuck right off. Oh, yeah. I don't care what you do at your wedding. I don't care how distasteful it is. I mean, provided it's not like plotting a murder or, you know, <laughs> provided you're not going to go harm someone else. Within the context of living your own life at your wedding, policing that makes you a major asshole. Major asshole. He's such an angry little elf. Okay, and the last point I wanted to hit on with him that I'm going to bring up here. Did you see his tweet that he sent out a day later? Uh, I'm, I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to put it up on screen and read it to you. Whoops, wrong one. Here we go. Regardless of how you feel about feminism, a man who defends the female gender will always win. Heart, 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 heart of all colors. This is a white knight. I finally get it. And this is, I mean, what, what, what were we talking about earlier? It seems like we talk about every show. Can't separate people from ideas, right? Women equal feminism. You know, if you criticize feminism, you're criticizing the entire gender. Well, dude, regardless of what your Twitter poll says, the majority of women don't identify as feminists. And so it's, it's interesting yeah. that he goes in at one point and says, well, you're, you're just criticizing a group of people you don't understand. Well, the majority of women don't identify as feminists. So are you saying yeah, that women are really. criticizing women because they don't understand women? Yeah. That, and if he thinks that a man who defends a female gender always wins, then he really doesn't understand either gender. That's not really how it works. A woman's no. not going to respect a man that's always capitulating to her. And, and would you ever defend someone on the basis of their gender? Of course not. You defend someone who's who should be defended or not on the basis of the person, on the basis of the merit, on the basis of their reasoning, on the basis of whatever personal characterization of the individual that is being judged. If you, if you defend women unconditionally on the basis of their gender, to me, it implies that you think women are inferior, thus need defense. Yeah. That's rape culture. That's, that's why. Onision. (laughs) (laughs) Onision raped me. Don't ask for evidence. That's victim yeah. blaming. I believe you, though. I believe you. You should. You should always believe the victim. That's Onision. <laughs> he didn't say that, to be fair. Um, but yeah, Onision, love to have you on the show. Wishful thinking, but, you know, probably won't. We'll be nice to you. We were nice to Free Hugs guy. We were, wrongfully so. I know. Uh, regrettably, I don't think totally we have. I don't think we have time to discuss that unless you want to. But I'm, I'm, these two Next topics, week. these two but topics Ken, warm me up. You're out. on my shit list now. I think you're a liar. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that last example We're was too nice to you. Right. At first, I thought he was a you know a nice but kind of um, misguided guy. guy. Yeah. Now, now I, I do believe. Yep, I believe there's malice after his his last antics. It's there. 
That's a <laughs> squint of distrust. Um, anyway, th these two topics wore me out, but I'm glad we got through them because they're pretty dense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any closing comments? Any yeah. closing thoughts? Well, I'm really sad that this is happening. Uh, as far as the shooting is concerned, we're gonna see we're gonna see more of this. The Muslims are gonna keep coming after us until we identify that their ideology, that what they believe is the actual problem. Um, so yeah, I'm sad for America. It's a sad day for America, and my heart goes out to all the victims' families. And we just need to be vigilant. Donald Trump is right. Trump 16. That's my my closing thought. <laughs> Ooh, 22 year old me is so pissed. Um... <laughs> 22 year old we'll, we'll, we'll let you have the closing thoughts um and i will close out the show so thank you kindly to the live viewers and the chatters we see you hanging out we appreciate you uh if you're listening on demand or on youtube uh or on an audio platform thank you for supporting the show we really appreciate that remember to email us it's beauty and the i flubbed that beauty and the beta at gmail.com that's beauty and the beta at gmail.com Give us your questions. Give us suggestions for guests. We do our best to respond to each one. We'll be back next Sunday. If it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd. It is not Meet the Press. It's Beauty and the Beta. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>